Vegas Bad Boys Podcast presents Matt Michaels People I Don't Hate Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here on the Vegas Bad Boys Podcast and with Simon Street and DJ Impact and today we welcome the ultimate finesser, Impact Wrestling's very own Chris Bay What's up, Chris, man? What's going on, guys? Good to see you guys, Matt, Simon, DJ Impact. It's good to be yes, here. Vegas Bad Boys Podcast. It's been a while. It yeah. has been a while, yeah. and uh, we are very, very happy to see you uh, getting a chance to come back to Las Vegas this weekend, this Friday and Saturday, the 21st and 22nd of October for uh, the Sin City Showdown here in Las Vegas for Impact Wrestling, man. You know, there's a certain excitement anytime you come back with Impact because as much as we love seeing you here locally, you know, um, it's so much bigger when we see you, you know, walking out with all these amazing superstars that we don't get a chance to see you compete with on a normal basis. And it's it's so exciting to see you back. Yeah, no, uh, you know, we have a stacked roster at Impact, and it's always cool to um, get to travel with Impact. It's it's It means a lot to me when we get to come to Samstown because, as you guys know, you guys were kind of here for it, uh, being the locals. Uh, this is where my career started with Impact, you know, uh, in that building in Samstown uh, with some people who are still on the roster now, a lot of people who are not there anymore, but uh, nonetheless, amazing talent through and through. So it's always a special feel, like you said. Uh, it's going to be a big-time show, Sin City Showdown. Uh, you know, Chris Bay is going to be doing big things. That's that's my prediction. So <laughs> uh, interesting enough, you had mentioned, uh, you know, stacked roster, which is not far from the truth. I mean, y'all have a lot of big names there. Well, not that everybody doesn't already know, but what sets you apart and tell us a little bit of, of of how that journey went from when you first started with Impact to now, because I mean, you you looks like you on the top. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate what you see. Um, honestly, what sets me apart is, uh, you know, we all have our individuality in this world. All of us, we have the ability to be ourselves, be authentically ourselves. Some people choose to be replications of others or try to replicate other styles. But uh, me, I choose to be myself. And in a place like Impact Wrestling, where you have so many different personalities already, um, it's important to be yourself because uh, one, Impact's gonna give you the creative uh, space to allow you to actually be that and um, be whoever you wanna be, uh, so to say, and then also, um, there's no one else I'd rather be, you know, uh, being myself is the, the way to go. That's what's gotten me here to this point. And when I first came in Impact Wrestling, you know, some some odd three years ago, even if we rewind back four years ago when I first uh, was on screen, you know, doing this stuff with the Rascals, um, <laughs> that guy to who I am today, there's still Chris Bay, but I think the, the difference between the two are exactly what we've seen, which is that I've just grown up on screen, you know, uh, I was younger then. I'm, I'm a little bit older now, a lot more mature now. Uh, my performance has become more mature. Um, my gear has become more tantalizing and scintillating. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> if you ask me, I got some of the best gear in, in the game, but um, I'm a little bit biased. Why wouldn't I do that? Um, no, you're on point with that. 
Yeah, hey, you know, and and we're gonna keep being on point. Maybe I'll have something new on this weekend. You never know, right? So, we, you know, we just gotta buy tickets to Samstown and show up and see it in person. But no, I think the difference is just uh, I've I've become more and more authentically myself, and then who I've become as a person throughout the last couple of years has become a better person in in real life as well. So I think that replicates and translates onto screen. And uh, if it looks like I'm on top now. Uh, wait till I get that world championship. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, first off, man, um, you know, just congrats on uh, on resigning uh, with Impact. I was excited to to hear that that um, that took place. I got to ask you though, man, with with Bullet Club, you joining one of the hottest uh, faction stables that is known worldwide in in the wrestling world. Just tell me, man, how does it feel to be a part of of this stable? And is, was this something you ever imagined being a part of? I never imagined it, man. Um, I, I always tell the story of when I first came to Vegas and Ring of Honor was running in Samstown, and I was doing, you know, uh, ringside, you know, for the streamers and even uh, helping with the wires for the camera. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had known what Bullet Club was, you know. I was a fan of AJ Styles, so of course I knew mm-hmm. what Bullet Club was primarily through AJ Styles. But this was my first time seeing Bullet Club in person, and I remember like being in the arena in Samstown and hearing the Bullet Club music and uh, watching, uh, you know, Adam Cole and you know the Young Bucks, and just thinking like, man, this is this is insane. The atmosphere is cool. Like these mm-hmm. guys are cool. I want a Bullet Club shirt. And then, you know, uh, <laughs> right. Kenny King, Kenny King back then was like, yeah, what about a Chris Bay shirt? You know, like. And and that moment, I switched my thinking so much into my own brand, and it never really circled back around. So the moment when I didn't capture the X Division Championship at Slammiversary last year, and mm-hmm. I got back to my locker room, and there was a Bullet Club shirt waiting for me, uh, confused wouldn't even be the word that I should really say that I was because I I didn't know I didn't know what it was. I thought somebody was about to, you know, sneak up behind me or something like that. I don't know what, you know, you see a distraction here and then somebody sneaky on this side type deal. But then right. Jay White approached me on the next uh, episode and, you know, uh, basically was extending somewhat of an uh, an application for me to fill out to uh, apply for this position. It made perfect sense to me. And even now, it still sometimes doesn't feel real. You know, I, I go out in public uh, all all throughout the country and, Either people know Bullet Club or they have Bullet Club shirts on or they know who I am. And uh, it, it, it's getting more and more um, busy, but it's because Bullet Club is getting popular again to a high degree. You know, we have representation mm-hmm. everywhere from, you know, our, our, our people over at, at WWE, our people who are on AEW, our people who, of course, have me down like myself and Ace Austin here at Impact Wrestling. You know, Juice mm-hmm. Robinson with us at Impact Wrestling, and then yep. he was on uh, AEW with uh, John Moxley doing the championship match mm-hmm. over there. And then, yep. of course, you know, our, our our tons and tons over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's so right. We have representation all over the rest of the world. But I don't think there's ever been a faction that ever exists like us, nor will mm-hmm. there ever be, uh, because yeah. we're still we're still running what nine years strong right now. We're still running yeah. nine years strong, and and we're just getting started. To be honest, I mean. I, I ain't I ain't coming after Jay White's spot, but one day who, who knows if the spot's gonna be open, then you know I'm gonna go ahead and try to finesse my way into that spot. You know, I hear that it's the finesse club. You see the banner, so that, this, yes. is, this is real life now. This is not a this is not one of those parody shirts that we see on the the tons of indie shows we see. This is a yeah. real Bullet Club authentic 
piece of merchandise that you can get on shopnewjapan.com and also shopimpact.com. <laughs> and you right. can see Chris Bay representing the Bullet Club on Impact Wrestling. It's it's sweet, man. It's just too sweet. You know, you know that's the one interesting thing that, that you talk about a lot is branding. And obviously, whether it's on, you know, social media, Instagram or whatnot, you know, me personally, I follow you on Instagram and have for some quite some time, not just because you're Chris Bay, the Finesse, a.k.a. your girl's favorite wrestler, but mostly because of the fact of who you are as an individual, man. You've always had such a positive outlook and you've always been encouraging other people. And anytime I've had a chance to kind of jump on your Instagram, you know, lives or whatnot or seeing your posts, man, you've always been that message. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how that transcends into a lot of your goals that you have, not only in this industry, but, you know, some of the opportunities you've taken advantage of while being an impact wrestling. Um, it, I appreciate you tapping into and, uh, and saying that about me. Wh where that comes from is just, uh, you have to be a reflection of what you want to see, right? And growing up, I didn't see uh, kindness left and right. So for me, um, understanding what the kind, the few and far in between kindness I did receive did for me as a person and how it shaped my life and how it made me feel, how it made me want to be, that's important to who I try to be now. We're all human. You know, we all have our bad days. We all have our days where we feel like, you know, things aren't worth anything or whatever. But uh, I like to be transparent on these things because if people look at me as a sense of someone that they can um, be inspired by, they need to know that. Uh, those days that they have where they feel down exist for all of us. You know, too often now do we look at celebrities or we look at people in the entertainment at realm and we think, oh, you know, their life is just perfect. Their life is flawless. Nothing's wrong. Like, why can't I be like that? The truth mm -hmm. is they're probably miserable <laughs> when they don't mm -hmm. have the camera on and they're not yep. acting in front of this camera. So sometimes I don't want to act in front of this camera. I want you to see how authentic my day is going because the common denominator through each time when you see that is that I'm still going. The common denominator is that I'm still moving. I'm still uh, striving for more. And um, that goes in my life and my goals as well. I'm always striving for more. I always want to set more goals for myself. You know, I had a great time the last couple of years with Impact Wrestling. I'm having a great time. And for me, re-signing was a no-brainer because one, there's never been a locker room that I've been in that felt more like a family. And two, I owe it to the kid inside who was on YouTube unboxing, you know, the Impact World Championship at 14 years old. You know, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I owe it to that kid to become the world champion or to at least strive to face Josh Alexander or strive to face whomever may be world champion when my time comes on a big platform, a big marquee match. You know, I had an opportunity two years ago against Rich Swan. And I love that opportunity. I love that moment. It's one of my greatest uh, accomplishments. But uh, if I could change anything about that night, it was the result. I should have walked out as world champion. I should have worked harder to get the world championship. And I'm going to work harder and put myself through unimaginable pain and, uh, and, um, and sacrifice in order to get that championship. Because I know that the harder I work, uh, that doesn't mean that the result will just come to me, but the harder I work, the more prepared I'll be for when that opportunity comes. You know, regarding um, those aspirations and goals and working harder, is there someone in the Impact locker room or Impact office uh, that has essentially been almost a mentor or someone that has guided you and helped you uh, kind of, you know, find 
from when you started to where you are now, that person that you've become? Um, to be honest, it's a little bit of everybody. And that's the beauty of impact wrestling. It's a little bit of everybody. I could easily go to, you know, one of my best friends and Trey Miguel, but I'm one of those people who look at life and look at um, uh, everything around me as a source of inspiration that I could take from anything. You know, when I think about people who inspire me at impact wrestling, the first person I think about is Jordan Grace. Why? It's an obvious answer once you say it out loud, right? It's an obvious yeah, yep. answer. If you look mm -hmm. at the work that she's done on herself and in her end mm -hmm. ring, her whole total package, her branding. If you if you look at that and you're not inspired, you you know you're not paying attention to anything. You don't yeah. you don't see what work is or what uh, goals are because she's the definition of all those things. You know when we're on the road, she's getting up early to go hit the gym. Still, I'm like, hey, let me let me catch a ride because I'm trying to go where you going. If that's what you're doing, then that's what I'm doing because that's what the champ do. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, then, and then you look at the same thing with Josh Alexander, the work that he's put in. You know, you know, uh, if you watch Bound for Glory, which you should have, if you haven't, you should go back and buy the pay per view, the pay per view, and watch it because mm -hmm. it was a phenomenal show through and through. You watch yep. Masha and Jordan and uh, Jordan Grace's match. You watch Josh Alexander, Eddie Edwards. You see Josh Alexander with the broken nose, just pouring, pouring blood, but you didn't see that. That didn't slow down his work rate. That didn't slow down nope. his performance at all. That you see stuff like that. How could you not be inspired? You see people like Ace Austin, who once was my biggest rival, yep. you know, someone who I knew from the moment I first saw impact sign him, I knew, okay, this is the company I want to work for the day I get a contract there. He's going to be competition. He's going to be a primary mm -hmm. like source of competition. Cause we're always going to want the same spot. How could you not, when you're on the road with these people and you're you're uh, on a roster with these people, how could you not see these people and go, all right, yeah, I'm I'm gonna work hard because they're working hard, or or, or even they say something to you about their work schedule or their work rate that uh, you know flips a switch in your head and you go, okay, well that's how they get that done, or that's how mm -hmm. you, I should think about that. A little bit of everybody on our roster in inspires me, and I know. You're probably looking for one answer, but that's the that's the great thing about Impact Wrestling is it's not for one person; it's for everybody, and there's a lot for everybody. Yeah, and it, it, that's the the beauty of it because you know it's the honest answer from you. You know, you could have just laid out something that was just oh yeah, it's so and so and blah blah blah. No, the honest answer is that, and and I'm assuming one of the reasons you resigned is because there are so many people there that just put their heart and soul into it. And sometimes we don't see that in wrestling. And yeah. that's one of the things that we all love about impact wrestling is holy macro. Like you said, Jordan grace. I mean, I looked at her picture the other day and I'm just like, Oh my God, I think I could do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Inspiration, yeah. motivation. And that's one of the things that you bring as well. So it's a perfect fit. Um, you know, DJ is our uh, biggest watcher of Impact because, you know, Impact's on Access TV. Not everyone has Access TV, but you can see Impact, of course, uh, if you, you know, have the availability of Access or if you're part of uh, Impact Wrestling's, um, you know, the Impact Club. Um, DJ, when you've been following Chris these last couple of years, has there been something that stood out to you that you have seen in terms of his wrestling or his rivalries that has really, you know, gotten your attention and made you excited. You know, what's awesome about Chris is that, um, and it was funny cause I, I wanted to pose a question, but couldn't figure out 
how to pose it just based on him trying to t probably describe it. But, but first off, let me just tell you, it's his just the different amount of, of creativity in in ring moves that Chris has. I he for sometimes with most wrestlers, you see no more than three or four moves that they go through, and and, and that looks good and great. Chris is just versatile with anything outside of the ring, on top of the ropes, through the ropes. I, I, it's nothing I haven't. He's done things I go, I have to just sit back, pause, rewind, and go, how the hell did he just do that move? Uh, one of the questions I was going to pose to Chris was, what is one of your favorite moves that you that you like using? Um, you, it's just a fun move to do that is either effective or, um, and that might be kind of hard to describe, but that, but going to your question, Matt, I just love to see just how versatile he is in the ring with all of his matches. You never know what Chris you're going to get when it comes to him going against a different talent in the ring. So, you know, back over to you, Chris. I mean, <laughs> what, what is your take, man? Do you have a favorite move? Is there a way to kind of explain it or name it? Um, that's a great question. And I appreciate uh, the compliment as well about, uh kind of my chameleon style of wrestling you know i mm -hmm. i didn't really train one style of wrestling nor do i want to be known for one style of wrestling like when people you know say chris is a high flyer i get it and then i'm like man i don't do too much high flying but then i watch my <laughs> stuff back and i'm like well i guess i am the guy jumping all <laughs> all over <laughs> off the ropes and stuff like you know so but it's because I, I don't uh, classify myself in one genre. You know, I love submissions. I love technical wrestling. I love, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I love, you know, lucha wrestling. I love, you know, brawling. I, I love the striking. I love it all. So, like, um, I try to just be a different um, type of performer where you can't, you can watch my match and expect to be entertained, but you can't expect to know what I'm going to do. And I even mm -hmm. did a thing mm -hmm. where at the beginning of this year, when the top of the year started 2020, I did this uh, thing with myself. And I'm not sure if I uh, if I uh, kept to my word. I believe I did, though, because it's just kind of how I roll anyway. But at the beginning of the year, I was like, every match I have this year, I'm just going to do a new move. Every match I have an impact, I'm just going to do a new move or something new that yep. they haven't <laughs> seen or whatever. Because because I know I can. You know, I have I have mm -hmm. uh, endless, um, you know, skill set. And even the other day, I was down at Future Stars of Wrestling here in Las Vegas training. And it, I just came up with a random like idea of a move and I just went through it and I was like, yeah, I've never seen this before. And it, it just came to me like in 20 seconds of sitting there, and I, you know, and like from there to canvas, it's painted. But if you ask me like yeah. my favorite moves, the two that comes to my mind uh, the quickest would be one, the tope on heel over the top rope, you know, landing on my oh, feet. Yep. On that one. Yep. Especially now that I've added the two sweet in there with the guy. <laughs> yes. it's, it's made it a bit a bit unique to myself. Um, sure. And that was always fun. You know, that was, I explained to um, Jason Hotch, who's a guy that we have down at Impact Wrestling. He was uh, the gut check, one of the gut check winners this year. I explained to him how I never, ever practiced that move, how one day I just did it live on a show and realized I could do it. And I was like, this is what I'm doing now. Um, and uh, so between that move, which just happened out of me just doing something, and, of course, my finishing move, the Art of Finesse. Uh, yes. That, that springboard cutter. <laughs> I Love that. Yes, that's the easy choice is because that move gets the one, two, three, right? Nobody kicks sure. out. That's the easy that's choice right. to choose. But I get yeah. the adrenaline off of that initial spring and then that space in between air and body before I yell uh, and drive their face. Into yeah. The yes. It's that moment right there where I hit and I look back where I feel like 
I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm untouchable. Yeah. That brief moment in the air right there, like that's a very yep. sacred moment right there. And there's that's many awesome. photos that you can find of me in the air. That's a very sacred moment right there. That's, that's my right. favorite move. And it's because of specifically each part of it, but that moment right there. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Chris, just really wanted to really touch on, um, you know, people who may not follow you in depth, but they probably should, because, you know, with all the talents that you have in the ring, social media presence, and just who you are as a person, you also are a musician. And when I mean musician, you got albums, yeah. you know, two, uh, 2021 expectancy album. You also have a main character who came out 22 and then also too just recently best version which i gotta say i love that track best version like you even went off and, and again it matches with your personality of saying you know you're out here trying to make bread you know what i mean and you want your family to succeed and i'm paraphrasing because i ain't you yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. i really like the vibe can you tell us a little about your musical journey because i know again i follow you on social media so i've had an opportunity to see you start cultivating that picking up the guitar trying to do more things that you've always had a time music tell us a little bit about your journey in that regard um the music is is just another form of expression that i've always had a part of me you know i've i've been writing music since i was probably since as, as early as i learned how to write words on a paper you know, uh, before that, I was just recording vocals, you know, on a, on cassette tapes because I was young enough to use cassette tapes. Okay, you know, Same so like, I just, I just want to make sure because sometimes people be dissing on me because of the age, you know, like so. Yeah, you know, so as long as I can remember, it's been like that. And then when twenty twenty rolled around, you know, uh, late twenty nineteen, I had finally found an engineer in Vegas that I liked, and since then I've switched to engineers, but. Um, I finally found somewhere I liked and I could record. So I started, uh, you know, recording more content. And um, the more I, I started to record music and release music, the more I realized how therapeutic it was for me, you know, um, because wrestling can get stressful and, you know, it's physical on the body. But the music, especially because I'm not using it as a means for income primarily or anything like that, or like it doesn't feel like work. It completely feels like, um, you know, uh, me just being able to be free. And like you said, the expectancy album was like the first piece that I really got to sit down in modern time and write and release to the people. And I was under uh, the new engineer I found at the time, King Gas here in uh, Las Vegas, Gas Station Studios. And um, he's who I've been working with exclusively pretty much since then. And uh, Best Version comes from a new album I have called The Top Floor that releases on Halloween this year on the 31st. It's gonna be 14 songs featuring people from my friends like Rose and Kahari up in the Bay Area to people you know like Leo Rush will be on this album. Awesome. And another another guy I have uh, from the DMV, Tino Two Times, someone I grew up with. But uh, this album, pretty much the top floor, man, it's 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 it best version set the tone for, uh, you know, kind of what the feel of the album is, which is just like self-improvement and self, uh, you know, uh, self-exploration and self-improvement because uh, i've been learning a lot about myself and who i want to be and what i want to be and with a lot of the rap music we hear these days there's such a negative energy that's being put out there or whatever i don't even classify myself as a rapper but in my music i don't want to put out that negative energy i want to put out something that's positive so should i ever have to leave this earth what's left behind is good so like creating the best version of yourself and then if you look at the other video on my YouTube channel that I dropped as well that I shot with Cam J Boyd 
for the song Feel the Same. That's another song where she's talking about being grateful for everything, even when you feel like, you know, uh, you're, you're taking everything lightly and everything doesn't feel like much, you know, just being grateful for everything that you've asked for and everything that you have. Um, that's another song that's on the album, The Great Escape, which is on the album, which is like a pop record that's already out right now. And I usually leave my albums on a like down note where it seems like I'm kind of going down. But this one, I want to leave on a high energy because I want to show that this is the time that I'm on right now. This is the energy and the flow that I'm on right now. So this album will be 14 songs long and it'll be a great listen. You'll learn a lot about myself. I call it the top floor because people look at me and they think, oh, you're in Bullet Club, you're in Impact Wrestling, you're on top of the world, it's the top level, right? I want people to see the reality behind what they perceive as the top floor versus where we're still uh, looking to go, you know, and what we're looking to create. The music is just a creative uh, expression. And I just shot a music video the other night for a song, Lonely, that's been out for a couple of years. That'll be out in a couple of weeks. And I just want to create more and more content with this stuff for people to uh, relate to, because the more people my music can reach and touch in a personal way, you know, and, and people can uh, really feel with it and identify with it and wake up and want to play it or want to play it while they sleep, whatever it is, like, the more I can do that, the more that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do on this planet, which is, uh, you know, leave a lasting impression and help people. Hey, babe, I just want to quickly say when you I seen the video best version on YouTube, when you're done with that car, you go ahead and send that over to me, brother. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I, let, let me get it washed up for you, DJ, and I'll, I'll send it right over. I appreciate yeah, it. I thought you were going to say, I'm also going to send the invoice that I got to pay for the car as well. You're going to pick up that payment impact. Oh, boy. That new, oh, that new contract money. There you go. <laughs> oh man, it's always great to talk to you, Chris. Uh, you know, everyone here in Vegas, we we love you and appreciate you. Um, of course, you know, we we got to end by saying that twenty first, twenty second here at Samstown in Las Vegas, it's the Sin City Showdown for Impact Wrestling. Chris is going to be, you know, a shining star as he always is on these shows. Any final words for the fans before uh, we head into this weekend? Yeah, I appreciate you all for tuning in. I appreciate you all for supporting. I hope to see you this Friday and Saturday. Where's my manners? This Friday and Saturday at Sam's Town Live. We will be there for Sin City Showdown. It's going to be Impact Wrestling. Myself will be there. Of course, you know, some Bullet Club members outside of myself will be in attendance, whether that's just Ace Austin, whether it's more, you're going to have to be at the door. Tickets in store. Come on, Ticketmaster, they're there. Impact.com, ImpactWrestling.com, they're there. Get your tickets. Make sure you're in attendance to see the building, me in the building where it all started for me. So it's going to be special. Bring the Bay Area signs. Bring all, all that stuff. See all your favorites from Violent by Design to Josh Alexander to Jordan Grace, Masha Slamovich, Speedball Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel. You know, everybody that we have down there at Impact Wrestling. Yeah. We, we have a, a stacked roster, like I said before to you. And you have to see it in person. If you've seen it on TV or a fan of it on TV, make sure you come see it live because there's no better experience than Impact Wrestling Live. And I mean that. And you got more than just one shot. Usually I give you one shot to get your opportunity, but I'll give you more than one shot to get your tickets because the results of it, regardless, will be just too sweet. <laughs> There you go, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you again, Chris, for joining us. And until next time, everybody, take care. Vegas. <laughs>
Bad Boys of Podcasting.